0: Hello, thank you for joining me today on this Ropes and Greys podcast. This is the latest in a series of podcasts on ESG and corporate social responsibility issues. My name's Eve Ellis, I'm a partner in our London office specializing in European regulatory matters for asset managers. And today I'm going to be discussing the ESMA publication released last December in relation to undue pressure on companies. So, by way of background, in December 2019, the European Securities and Markets Authority published a report in relation to undue short-term pressure on companies. And specifically, the report outlined a number of recommendations to the European Commission in relation to undue short-termism in the financial markets. All of this is part of the broader European-wide focus on sustainability and ESG. And that has been a real focus during 2019, and will continue to be a focus for 2020 and beyond. And whilst these particular report and recommendations relate more to public interest companies, so listed companies and insurance companies, and they don't have such a direct impact on asset managers, they emphasise the importance of these issues at the European level. So what issues was the report trying to address? And I think they can be summarised in probably a few areas. The first one was that the the report highlighted some deficiencies with some of the existing EU legislation, particularly in relation to non-financial reporting and how that interacts with ESG issues. Secondly, the report thought that there is a lot of focus on short-term investment pressure, and that leads to an excessive focus on a need to have immediate profit extraction and that just isn't compatible with companies' sustainability goals. The other area of focus, and which the report highlighted, was that institutional investors need to engage more in relation to ESG issues. And so it highlighted that as well. And so what were the recommendations that the report set out? And they can probably summarised in three key areas. The first one was amending existing EU-wide legislation, and in particular, the Non-Financial Reporting Directive. Now this is something that is already being reviewed at the European level but the report highlighted that it should focus more on ESG disclosures and ensure that they include binding measures in relation to ESG in relation to those reports. The second recommendation that the report made was in relation to promoting an international set of standards in relation to ESG. And lastly, the report wanted to see non-financial matters and disclosures included in the financial reports and that would require that non-financial information to be checked by external auditors. So they were the key three recommendations. In addition, and as I mentioned earlier, there was also a focus on institutional investor engagement and they were looking at potentially expanding the whitelist to allow institutional investors in certain companies to be able to engage in ESG issues without necessarily breaching the takeover code. There was also reference in the report to institutional shareholders being able to vote on the non-financial information that was included in the financial reports. So what happens next? The European Commission will consider the report, they'll look at the recommendations and assess whether or not any changes need to be made to existing legislation or indeed whether any new legislative reform needs to be proposed. So at this stage it's very much watch this space but as I mentioned earlier it really does show and emphasize the importance and the focus that the European regulators have in relation to sustainability and ESG issues. And this will continue to be relevant and will impact the asset management industry, albeit not directly in relation to this report, but certainly by other measures that are going to be put in place during the course of this year and next. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please do get in touch if you have any queries and please feel free to subscribe to the series using your usual podcast downloads on either Apple, Google or Spotify. Thanks very much.